Do you feel beautiful? Do you look beautiful? Does one really affect the other? Welcome to Beauty Inside and Out with host Bonnie Bonadeo. In our show, we'll help you uncover your true self and unleash beauty that you never knew existed in order to be at your best, both inside and out. Now, here is your host, Bonnie Bonadeo. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Beauty Inside and Out. My apologies for being delayed. We're trying something new here. So we are on Facebook Live uh, on my channel, Bonnie Bonadeo, and we are going to continue to have the radio show be live on video as well. So it's, it is the next part of our journey to be able to be more engaging and have more customers be able to ask questions and uh, interact with the host a little bit. So I'm excited about today's show because it's really been something that's been on my mind a lot. You know, I, you all know that I detoxed in January and I didn't eat for like 15 days Um, And it felt really good to be able to cleanse my system. But of course, you know, like most of us, I just went right back to ice cream and tacos, pizza, cookies, you name it. And I do try to always manage some type of a healthy meal between all of it. But eating healthy is not easy. And, And frankly, eating really healthy is boring. I'm not that excited about some of the foods that I feel like I have to eat. And I know that I need to nourish myself and I want to feel good about what I'm putting in my body and I want to be as healthy as I can. So my guest today is Len Jefferson Springer and she's from I Am Len's Kitchen and she's a food and wellness advocate as well as a recipe developer. So welcome, Len. How are you? I'm well. How are you doing today? Good. You know, if you hit that video button over to the right, we'll be able to see you too. So if that's something that we can figure out, let's do it. I want this to be as visual as possible. So I am super excited to be here with you today, Bonnie. And, um, you know, it's really interesting how you were saying, you know, eating healthy is boring and all of those things. And it gets me super excited because, you know, our food should be enjoyable. And it's also, I think, super important that we know that eating healthier and cleaner food, if you will, it does more than just satisfies our palate. It actually takes care of us at a cellular level. And we Mm -hmm. should feel really good about doing that for ourselves. It's like a gift we get to give ourselves. doesn't mean it's going to be a perfect situation every single time. And there, it shouldn't be a guilt-ridden type of lifestyle, but it definitely should be a lifestyle that we are excited about and looking forward into trying new things that like came from nature instead of, you know, uh, products that are chemically laden and technically faux food is what I call it. Yeah. the You know, and I love the way we titled the show Beauty and Soul. And I, you know, I, I like that because really it's like food should feel soulful. It should be enjoyable. It should be, you know, surrounded by people you love and and feeding the people you love. So I think that there's a lot to this. So I was I was really excited to be able to hear that you're a recipe developer. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go into that a little bit more. But you know what, first Len, what I want you to do is I want you to kind of just share your story because I know that food's always been a love for you, but it's not what you started out doing. No, it really wasn't. You know, it's, you know, I definitely have been around uh, food and, and what that brings as far as like uh, family and love and community and all of that growing up. But the thing for me was, 
um, I actually had a very different background. Um, I had a background for about a decade where I was um, in the beauty industry by way of skincare. I was the admissions director and um, also just in that area as well. And a lot of times when we're in our careers, we get into this path where the goal ends up being about um, just developing in that area. So we overcommit, um, you know, feeling like we're, we got to try to stay caught up with everything that's going on around us. And over time, we end up losing sight with um, how we're taking care of ourselves. And that was one of the things that I ran into at a certain time. Yeah, Lynn can, I, Lynn, can I ask you, can you talk yes. louder for us, please? It sounded like you went further away from us. Yes, I can. Okay. I think you're awesome. going to have to shout it out today. Okay, awesome. So, you know, really what I found is that at certain times in our lives, because things come up, whether it's an adversity of work or home life or our health itself, we forget how to pour love into ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I wanted to get back just to the basics of what that looks like for me. And for me, it was just looking at things from a nutritional perspective, eating an apple instead of a bag of chips, um, trying to get a couple more hours of sleep in um, because sleep is something that is, is kind of a struggle for me. Setting intentions for my day um, by way of connecting with uh, my spirituality in order to arm myself for, for a better day. Um, and then just starting to do that, I started connecting with other women that was lacking in that area as well. And so they started to come to me to help them figure out uh, meals and prepping meals for them and also teaching them how to cook simple meals and then also just guiding them in a well a holistic perspective of wellness where food is definitely part of that, but it's really the whole life is, is yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah, for sure. And you know, it's, I was, I was reading this uh, article this morning about this E. coli that's going around and they're like, they're like more women are being, you know, uh, treated for this E. coli thing because of this romaine lettuce. And they were like, well, why is it more women? And it's like, because we we're forced to eat salads. We're just eating more salads than men are. And so I thought yeah. that was funny because it's like we we have we feel there's this obligation to food. And I think sometimes we disregard the the love and the connection that we can have to food. The positive love and connection. Yeah. I definitely think that's true. And I think also what's true is there is peer pressure when it comes to how we eat. And I think we need to be honest with ourselves about that that it's okay to say, no, I'm not going to participate in that potluck. No, I actually need to follow a different dietary lifestyle because I know I feel better and not feel guilty about that. You can definitely be gracious. Um, sometimes it's good to, you know, offer to bring an extra dish. You'd be surprised when you do those things. Sometimes those people that are really saying, oh, well, I prefer to eat this over that. They've not actually never tried the, the new dish that you may be bringing that's a little bit healthier and you'll find out that they actually want it. They actually are, are all in for it once you get to that particular point, but you have to be willing to do that for yourself. You can't expect um, someone else to be at the full helm of how you love yourself. It has to start with you. 
Yeah. So what were some of these other women saying in regards to this, this place that we're all at where we're frustrated by food, we're, you know, we want to eat healthy, but we want to enjoy our food too. You know, I think the biggest thing that women uh, were communicating to me with was one, being overwhelmed, definitely from a place of overwhelm. Like, where do you begin? Um, Especially when there's so much out there that's centrally focused on losing weight and your health and wellness is secondary or else it's not even part of the conversation. So that was one thing, women being overwhelmed and addressing that issue and also um, changing the mindset that there is time. There's definitely time to take care of ourselves. We get to choose how we carve that out. Um, but I definitely understand where women are needing simpler solutions that's more direct and actionable, not something that's just another long list of things that they have to add on to their already really, really long list. <laughs> oh, that is so true. And, you know, I think that when you kind of go into the grocery store, um, it's like you get overwhelmed by it. And then I end up picking up the same things and then I'm bored with it. And, you know, I have all the right food in my house and I'm like, yeah, I'm not in the mood for that. So I'm looking forward for you sharing some simple recipes that um, will satisfy me and still keep it simple for me. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, one of the big things with that is the closer we keep it to nature, Nature's done so much of the work for us. We really don't have to overthink it. Um, it gets more complicated when you start adding all of those other things that's outside of nature. That's, you know, honestly how I see it. Um, we can create some really great meals with just like four or five ingredients. And then it only takes, you know, all the recipes I develop, they take no longer than 30 minutes. So 30 minutes or less is the only type of recipes that I develop. And if something takes a little bit longer, it's because maybe you use a crock pot or something of that nature. But we really don't need a whole bunch of time to nourish ourselves from the inside out. Yeah, yeah. So there's that there's that perfect blend of having the right things in your house to be able to then whip up the meals in 30 minutes or less. Correct, correct. And, you know, one of the things, Bonnie, is opening ourselves up to what's out there. It's been amazing to me in my journey of developing I Am Lynn's Kitchen and talking to women that have never been to a local farmer's market, talking to women that have eaten the same four or five fruits and vegetables their entire life. I mean, an apple has something like 4,000 varieties. So we actually can expand how we think and how we eat if we just open ourselves to try like a new to you type food or vegetable, something like that, like keeps the boredom out, off your plate, so to speak. And you get to try new things and appreciate it in a different way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. So, so what, what was your real purpose of, of creating I Am Lens Kitchen? Because that's not what you're doing full time just yet. Correct. Correct. It is definitely... Um, something that, you know, long-term, I'm, the more and more I do I Am Lynn's Kitchen, the more and more I know it is my calling, my, my true calling um, in life because women are needing the time and opportunity not just to pour love into themselves, but to, to come into 
a safe place where they get to be vulnerable sometimes, express why they're having certain issues without judgment, and mm-hmm. knowing that it's okay to take time to get to that next level of what your wellness looks like for you. It isn't a cookie cutter situation um, whatsoever. And really what made me get more and more into wanting to do Lynn's Kitchen as a business and really uh, being in touch with myself and knowing that it was my true calling is because when you uh, have a situation like I've had where I've taught small intimate cooking classes and within that class, a lady breaks down crying because she's so emotionally moved Mm. at me taking the time of saying, pause to eat that strawberry. Like no one's even taking the time to even tell her that's okay to do that. You don't have to always be on the rat race to take care of your family and your loved ones and your job that you need to also pause and give that love to yourself instead of waiting for somebody else to give it to you. And when you pause to do that, it makes you better for everyone else that touches your life at that point. Yes. And I, yeah, I listen, the struggle is real and, and I'm, you know, past my days where I had young children. Um, but I really, I can relate and feel for those women that are, you know, not having to just take care of themselves, but then also kind of having to feed and nurture their children. And there's a lot of dynamics to that when it comes to food. Right. There absolutely, there absolutely is. And, and again, one of the things with, with me, with I am Lynn's kitchen is, it is a guilt-free zone um, because we're, we're told so much in so many ways that we have to be everything for everyone. And so you feel guilty about doing nice things for yourself or taking time for yourself. There's that judgment of, well, if I take an extra long bubble bath, am I still being a great mom? Or if I go to the movies with a girlfriend and you know my kid wants to go and I decide, no, not tonight, Johnny. You know, we have to feel okay. Like that's good for you too. That's all part of wellness. It's all part of how we pour into ourselves. And so, and when it comes to the food and nourishment, it is amazing to me um, how sometimes I get pushback from somebody trying a new fruit or vegetable, but I could easily pick up a bag of chips or something off the, the, the shelf and have ingredients in it that none of us can pronounce. And they'd be more apt to try a new variety of that (laughs) than uh, a purple carrot, which has been around for the beginning of time, you know, something like that. And so I think a lot of it comes down to just opening ourselves up and giving ourselves the permission to take care of ourselves from a wellness perspective. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm interested, You, you, you talk about soul, S-O-U-L, and that has, that's, a, that's yes. an acronym for something. Can you share with us what that is? Yes. You know, what I do is I make love edible with soul food. So seasonal, organic, unprocessed, and or local foods. And so if you're choosing more of those types of foods without overwhelming yourself, you're automatically doing more for yourself from a wellness perspective than if you're choosing um, something that's processed, that has chemicals in it, that um, is, you know, genetically modified, um, that, you know, in that type of thing. 
And it doesn't mean if you're choosing seasonal, organic, unprocessed, and or local food, it doesn't necessarily mean that every single thing that you have is organic. I get that for a lot of women out there, going full organic can be pricey. Start where you are. Start with, you know, if the organic fruits and vegetables you're going to eat, make sure that it's not on the, the dirty dozen list, you know, and pick those types of things that are, you know, you know, if it has flesh, <laughs> like a strawberry, you eat that flesh, right? I would say give right. organic those are the ones. Those right? are the ones you want to lean towards organic. Yes, yes. And let's say that you still are in a point where you're like, well, I still can't afford those organic strawberries. Okay, what's our next option? Because we want to start where we are, right? So the next option would be get the strawberries when you get home. Put it in a sink with um, some apple cider vinegar or regular white vinegar and rinse them off really thoroughly. You'll be surprised how much gunk comes off of those strawberries. Does that then leave go any ahead type and of aftertaste? No, it won't at all. It won't whatsoever. You just re-rinse them and then you go ahead and pat them dry. Um, and then you can go ahead and, and eat them. So it's not going to leave any type of aftertaste. You can also find certain types of fruit and vegetable washes in um, your produce, you know, sections of the markets and things like that. But if you don't want to spend the extra money on the bottled stuff, you can just use regular apple cider vinegar or white vinegar, put it in your sink and rinse those things are. And you're starting at a place where you're doing the best that you can. Then mm -hmm. start deciding what things you can afford that are organic and I promise you when you stop buying some of the um, other processed things it leaves more room in your grocery bill to buy the organic stuff that you think you can't afford mm, yes good point because you know I have a tendency to buy the produce and then throw away the produce because I'm not eating it like I should be <laughs> and then oh, it goes bad so yeah yes. so uh, maybe yeah. there's a trick that's to that. What's the, what's the trick to keeping it as fresh as possible? You know, I would say one of the things is if you're washing your, your produce and then you put it in the fridge, it's going, you know, well, you know, let me back up a little bit. Real food is supposed to go bad. Let's start there. So oh, if you good have point. A cabbage, <laughs> right. So if you have a cabbage and you've had that cabbage for four weeks in your refrigerator, I would think twice about where that cabbage was grown from. What is it? Is it a genetically modified vegetable? Real food is supposed to go bad. So that's one thing. The other thing is you can actually, if you're buying, you know, a lot of times when I go to the farmer's market um, or if you're, you know, getting a bunch of vegetables that are, are in season and that's when you actually get the best price when you're in season, um, you don't pay as much for something that just grew versus when they grow it out of season, you pay premium. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I'll get a bunch of, let's say, bell pepper on sale um, or onions on sale. And then you can go ahead and chop those up, put them on a baking sheet on some parchment paper, freeze it. And once it's frozen, dump it in a freezer bag. Now you have your very own frozen vegetables that cost you pennies in comparison to what you would pay for them already chopped up frozen at the market. 
Oh, that's a good plan. Hey, hang on, because Len, we're going to take a break right now. So we've got through the, okay. the, uh, the organic, but I want to, when we come back, I want to go back to seasonal and then finish out our soul, seasonal, organic, unprocessed, and local. So stay with us, everybody. We're with Len Jefferson Springer from I Am Len's Kitchen. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions to profits to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. What makes a great leader? Most have a vision, one that starts beyond the resources available and continues from that point into developing a solid plan, organization, and company. Leadership issues are discussed each week on VoltCast, illuminating leadership with host Jeff Smith. Jeff has years of experience as a leader and executive coach, and his guests will bring you information that can help a team of any size. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. That's Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. Welcome back, everybody. Oh, we have our guest, Len. Hey. So great. Hi, Bonnie. Yeah, thanks for joining us, everybody. We're back here at Beauty awesome. Inside and Out. I'm trying some new technology today. Uh, of course, the audio feature is always available on uh, Voice America. You can go to beautyinsideandoutshow.com to access over 125 shows that I've done over the last couple of years. And my, my listener base is growing. Thank you so much for growing it. Um, I've been syndicated a couple times. Things are going well. So what it tells me is that you all want to hear about beauty. And you want to hear more about what makes us beautiful from the inside out. And my guest today, Len Jefferson Springer, is here with us. And she is I Am Len's Kitchen. So she is a, a definite foodie. Um, and she's a recipe developer. And I'm, I'm loving because in this segment here that you're joining us on, we're going to hear some recipes um, for us. But first, we're going to go back and touch base, Len, on being able to talk a little bit about soul. So seasonal, yeah. organic, unprocessed, and local. We touched a little bit on organic. Can we talk about seasonal? Because, you know, I, I get it. I get the seasonal part of it. Yeah. What is, what's really good for us to be picking up from the grocery store and adding to our meals and diets right now? I think the big thing when you're eating seasonally is to open up how you think about how you're eating. 
they're going to be, there's going to be new varieties out there, new to you, should I say varieties, they've been around forever, but it may be new to you, open yourself up to them, um, sometimes I know it may seem a little daunting, so you've seen leeks, but you're like, I don't really know how to chop it or what to do with it. If I don't know in, what to do with a leek, right? honestly. And you know what? Do you know how to chop a green onion? Yes. You chop it and clean it the exact same way. Mm. It's, a, it's amazing grilled with a little bit of olive oil and smoked sea salt. I mean, it's, it's just a really, really great um, vegetable that's part of the onion family. But the thing is, is that you can have a conversation with the person that works in your produce section at the market. Don't be shy. Ask them. Ask them there. Hey, how do you cook leeks? Do you have any ideas on how I would do that? A lot of times they actually will have an answer for you. And definitely at the farmer's market. I really like people to get out there. Look at your local farmer's market. They are all over America. So it's not just here in Arizona where I am. They are all over Arizona. And you can actually have a conversation with the person or people that grow your food. And I promise you, it's such an amazing connection to have. They'll give you tips and tricks as well on like how you may want to uh, prepare certain things like that. And in Lynn's Kitchen, we do things uh, here that is soul food based. So I'm always showing new things and new varieties of vegetables and fruits and simple ways of uh, cooking them as well. Perfect. So let's talk about, um, we got seasonal, we got organic. We, I think we're all clear on unprocessed. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's kind of that, that's that philosophy where it's like, stay away from the middle sections of every grocery store. Yeah, yeah, as best as you can, you know, as best as you can. I know that there are going to be some situations where, you know, I was in a market and a lady told me, she said she was vegan. And I was like, oh, great. But I didn't see anything on the little conveyor belt that was uh, real food. It was all vegan, but it wasn't anything real food. And she said, well, Oreos are vegan and can't argue that Oreos are vegan, right? They but it are. Is, it is. Oreos, Oreos are, don't have any eggs or. Exactly. Like, I don't know what they're made out of. Hmm. I'm not saying an Oreo may not be delicious. But it's one of my favorites. Just deciding <laughs> how often are you going to eat that versus something that's not processed. It's really just about that balance, not so much of saying, okay, you ate an Oreo, you're a bad person. That's not it at all. It's just knowing that food that is not real is never going to support you from a wellness and nutritional perspective. It just yeah. isn't capable of doing that. So that's really where that whole unprocessing for me comes from. Just as little of that as you possibly can. And for local, again, the farmer's market. I mean, it's so incredible that you can actually go to your farmer's market uh, and know exactly like how far your lettuce came from, that it came 15 miles from the farmer's market where you picked it up. Um, and also when you're going out to eat, you know, with busy women that, that I work with and connect with, a lot of them travel for work. Um, and how do you manage that when you're in a completely different state? You're not in your own kitchen. Look mm -hmm. up some local restaurants. You'd be amazed how some local restaurants are centered on cooking farm-to-table type foods. Yeah, I agree. Right? I, so 
So that's just, really important too. Yeah, we have the uh, we have the the farmers market that's just kind of launching here in the town that I just moved into here in Georgia. Um, and so we're excited. I'm going to go to it on Saturday. And I never thought about kind of just maybe dialoguing with them a little bit more to say, hey, how do I cook this? What do I do with this? What are some ideas? Because even like things like squash and and you know uh, uh, just everyday vegetables. I don't know what to do with them. It's like I steam them, I season them, I saute them, I add them into other meals. But if there's something more interesting, I would love to hear that. So um, that's a really good, I'm going to remember the soul side of it. So let me ask you this then. What's the biggest myth that you want to dispel about healthy foods? I think, I think the two biggest myths out there is that eating well takes too much time and too much money. (laughs) And um, I think it doesn't take that much time if we simplify how we're preparing our food, but doing it in a way that still tastes good. So you were saying a few minutes ago, Bonnie, about not really knowing what to do with those vegetables and what have you. Pretty much any vegetable that you can get you can roast it, and I'm telling you, it elevates the taste. You can just put a little bit of seasoning on it, toss it in a little bit of olive oil or avocado oil, you roast them up, and then you already have those veggies that will go really well um, in a soup or stew, that will go just as well in a wrap, and you can eat it like a bowl. How do you, Len, will you tell me how you define roasting? Because, you know, I'm I'm not a, I got my favorite meals that I cook, but when you say roast, what do you, how do you roast? So if you're roasting your vegetables, you have a baking sheet or cookie sheet, right? So let's say you bake cookies, right? You have a baking sheet and you take that baking sheet and you chop up your vegetables and space them out a little bit on that baking sheet. Before you put it on the baking sheet, you're just going to toss those vegetables and a little bit of olive oil to coat it add your spices on there, and then you put it on the baking sheet at a roughly about 350, 375, depending on the density of that particular vegetable. Let's say, for example, um, tomatoes, roasted tomatoes is going to take less time to cook than a roasted Mm -hmm. sweet potato, right? Because of the density of those particular vegetables. So anywhere between, I would say, 20 and 30 minutes max, You'll have roasted vegetables, and then you can use them as flavored layers for other things that you're going to um, use them for. You can that sounds, them- yeah, that's, that sounds better than, it sounds more flavorful than steaming right now. Yeah. Because yeah. I kind of, I, the go-to thing I do is I steam them. Um, and because I do like my vegetables cooked. I, I don't like my vegetables raw as much as I like them cooked or little softer, I guess you could say. Um, but that sounds like a perfect plan. I love that. Yeah. And if you're steaming them, you know, another, another good thing that you can do when you're steaming them is the water that you're going to steam them in and fuse them with herbs. You can drop in that same water that's kind of, uh, you know, beneath your vegetables. If you have some type of steamer basket, you can put um, rosemary or thyme in that water you can add garlic cloves in there. And when you add the lid to steam it, it's infusing your vegetables with flavor. And then you can, after that, add your, your, your sea salt or other type of spice, cracked pepper on there. 
And, you know, then you have like a really good steamed vegetable that doesn't taste bland. Yeah, good. So what is your go-to meal? What's the, what's the meal that you love making for yourself? Really my go-to favorite meal, whether I want something savory or sweet, are what I call my bowls full of love. It never gets old for me to make those. And with my bowls full of love, I'll take, let's say we're talking about the roasted veggies that we were just communicating about. So I may take a bowl and at the base of that bowl, I have some quinoa that I've cooked in um, organic vegetable or chicken broth or something something to that nature. And then I will have roasted veggies on top of that. So maybe the quinoa with roasted sweet peppers, um, some roasted uh uh, yams or something like that, then maybe add some of the leeks we were talking about on top of that. And maybe a handful of um, hemp seeds or pumpkin seeds. And that always makes me feel like I am pausing to pour like the best thing into my system as possible at that moment. And if I want something on the sweeter side, same situation, full love. Same quinoa, except instead of cooking it in chicken broth, I'll cook it in um, coconut milk or almond milk. And then then once I cook it that way, then I put that at the base of the bowl. I'll chop up some in-season fresh berries, maybe a banana, half a banana in there. I'll add some organic hemp seeds on top of that. Sometimes I'll still go ahead and add some pumpkin seeds or something like that as well. And then I have another nutritious uh, bowl that's going to like support my energy for the day and all of those other things. And are you cooking this? Just the quinoa. Just the, the quinoa. Rest, okay. Yeah, the, rest the rest of it, you're just throwing in for yeah, and flavor absolutely. and love. Absolutely. The roasted veggies, you do those at the beginning of the week and you can just use those in your bowls throughout the week. You can use it in a wrap throughout the week. It's basically taking those same simple ingredients, making it one time, batching it up, and then using them in different ways. Yeah. So, so quinoa, let's talk about that because that's like yeah. all the rage here. I have no idea what to do with it. <laughs> well, I'll tell you a tip. One of the things with quinoa is um, quinoa, you want to um, definitely rinse it before you cook it is definitely um, something that you want to rinse before you cook it because it has a little bit of a coating on there. And if you don't, it'll taste a little on the bitter side. So mm. you rinse it. And um, once you've rinsed it, then you cook it similarly how you would cook rice. It takes maybe about 20 minutes to prepare. Um, and then once you've uh, cooked it, like I said, you can uh, use either um, I prefer not to use plain water in a lot of things that I'm cooking um, just because I like to infuse layers of flavor in my food without having to add so much sodium or other things that we may not want in our in our diet, you know, a lot of. So the quinoa, it takes about 20 minutes. It's so great. Even after you've made it, if you make a batch of it, you can take it and put it in like quart size freezer bags drop it in your freezer. So if you're busy, like let's say you're out traveling, Bonnie, and then you get back home and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired, too tired to go to a restaurant tonight. Just want to unpack, but I need to eat something. You can take that quinoa out of the freezer, go ahead and heat it up for a couple of minutes and make a really quick bowl for yourself. It's hmm. really delicious okay. that way. 
I'm going to try it. I, I mean, I, I know I've eaten it before in restaurants and I've had it layered in salads and as a side dish and everything, but I'm going to try and make it a staple into my diet and just kind of add it because, you know, it seems like it is one of those, uh, what, are the, what are they calling them? Those really, really, really good foods for you. It is. And, you know, quinoa has been around for ages and ages. So they, you know, um, Aztecs and Mayans actually used it for energy. So they were kind of nomads, right? So they would go all over in the mountains and things like that. And that's what they use for energy. And quinoa is actually a complete meal within and of itself because it has protein and carbs in it. So mm-hmm. it's a really, you know, and it's, it's great for all sorts of uh, dietary lifestyles um, as well. And like I said, it's one of those things, any type of grain, I actually will eat them and prepare them savory or sweet using the exact same method that I just told you about the quinoa. So hmm. for rice, if I'm going to do rice on the sweeter side to do like a rice pudding, if you will, then I cook it in coconut milk or almond milk. If I'm going to have it on the savory side, I cook it with vegetable broth or organic chicken broth or organic uh, vegan chicken broth um, as well. And then that lends that savory taste to it before you've even added any, any sodium or whatsoever to it. Yeah. Um, what, what's another, what's another recipe that you can share with us before we have, we have a couple more minutes before we go to break. You know, another really quick thing that I love, love, love to make, um, for those of you that, that eat eggs, frittatas is like another one of my favorite things to make. It's something that will wow your guests, <laughs> but it's super simple. And again, you can use those same roasted vegetables we were talking about, add those to a nonstick pan, and then you put it in the oven at about 350 degrees. So all your vegetables and everything is cooked. You scramble maybe two, three eggs, pour that over the cooked veggies into that pan. That's oven safe. Drop it in the oven for maybe about 15, 16 minutes, just until the eggs set the way that it is to your liking. And then you have this amazing dish that you can like cut like a pizza. It's great room temperature, is, is great hot right out of the oven, great with the, on the side with salad, perfect for brunch. Um, if you're going to have that with maybe some whole grain toast and grass-fed butter. So it's a really, really simple thing to do. Um, and I like it because it allows you to use uh, vegetables and produce that towards the end of the week. You think, oh my gosh, I got to get rid of this. Gonna what am I going to do? Make a frittata. I promise you every single time. It's a really great combo to to. Uh, to so you're just that. you're putting that in the oven in a nonstick dish and you're baking it for how long? I mean, seriously, this is you, this is all new to me, Lynn. Honestly, maybe about maybe about 15 minutes or so, just until the eggs set. And the reason why I say 15 minutes or so is because some ovens may have a little bit different um, temperature setting. Um, but you'll know just when your eggs are cooked. And a frittata is really to me, it's a fancy open face omelet that's pretty much what it is that's pretty much what it is and then if somebody let's say is vegan and they don't eat eggs you can take that exact same um roasted veggies and you can um go ahead and maybe scramble it in the pan on top of the stove with some soft tofu that you drain Mm. add some nutritional yeast to that because it's going to provide you some additional um, B12 vitamin with the nutritional yeast. Um, I usually will add turmeric to our 
uh, tofu scramble, but you use the exact same vegetables and for somebody in your household that doesn't eat meat or, or animal products versus someone that does eat the eggs, you actually have the exact same dish. You just made it two different ways and actually making them both at the same time is going to only take yeah, that sounds easy. 20 minutes. Super easy. Perfect. All right. Well, hang with us because we're going to take another break. And when Len comes back, Len, I want you to share with us those five ingredients every kitchen must have. Okay. And uh, so stay with us, everybody. And you know what? You can find us on Facebook at Beauty Inside and Out Show, Instagram, Beauty Inside and Out Show, and then Twitter, Beauty In Out Show. We will be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions to profits to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. You count. Tune into Interrevolutionary Radio and join the spontaneous wave of people all over the planet who, like you, are changing our world from the inside out. Follow the movement. Meet guests who are shaking things up. Call in and gain insights and courage to empower your own voice. Large or small, your part counts. So join us. Co-hosted by Helen Hillix, Todd Benton, and Chris Reeves. Interrevolutionary Radio airs live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time. 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Where can you learn about EasyWayPromotions.com's social media marketing, brand positioning, and more? Easy Talk Live. Where can you get tuned into celebrities in the business world? Easy Talk Live. Where can you learn about entrepreneurship? Easy Talk Live. Every week, host Eric E.Z. Zuli and his celebrity friends talk about global causes, offer tips and tricks that you can use right now on social media, and give you the chance to promote your projects on Easy Talk Live every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. That's Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. Welcome back, everybody. I want you to know I'm taking notes on what Len is telling me to do in the kitchen. So I, I think I just need to go to a Len cooking class to be able to help me understand some of the nuances of, of textures and flavors and healthiness. Cause I, I really do. I, I, I definitely do want to start eating better. So I know that just before we went to break, um, Len was going to share with us the five ingredients every kitchen should have. And plus she's going to share with us. Um, what was it that we were talking about on our break? What were we talking about Bonnie? Were we, were we just talking about, um, 
oh, I lost track. I don't know. Yes, of course. That's what happens. We, we get all <laughs> caught up in the conversation. Well, let's talk about those five ingredients because I have a feeling it's going to bring us to that next conversation anyway of what we yes, know. Yes, yes. So bear with me one second. Two of the ingredients are still in my fridge. So I'm just going to pop these off really quick and I'll be right back. Okay. All right. So in the meantime, while Len is going to get some of those ingredients, I'm, I'm enticed here. I'm excited to be able to find out what it is. If you're watching us on Facebook Live, you'll get to see it, but she'll certainly share it on the audio version of this as well. And you can okay. find uh, Len at Instagram at, at Len's Kitchen AZ. Um, and I am Len's Kitchen, and that's L-E-N-S, Len's. Thank you. All right. What do you got? Show us. I'm excited. So, okay. So... I know a lot of times in the kitchen, you know, the first thing somebody would say, oh, you need really good knives. Well, some of those things you already know, right? I want you guys to have useful tools. And these are things that are always a go-to for me and my own kitchen. One of the things is parchment paper. Parchment paper. I don't right? have that in my kitchen. So parchment paper, and I'm going to actually take a little bit out so you can see it. It tears just like paper, just like it says, right? Parchment paper is really, really good to use to line your baking sheets, to put vegetables and things on. You can also take this exact same parchment paper. Let's say you have some vegetables. You can have, let's say, some asparagus, maybe some red pepper, maybe a couple of crushed cloves of garlic, add a little bit of olive or avocado oil on that, season it up, and then you take a, a portion of wild salmon and put that right on top, and then you close it up like a little package in your parchment paper. You bake it at about 350 degrees for about 12 to 15 minutes, and you actually have a full meal, and you have it where it's disposable, doesn't make a lot of a mess, super easy to be in and out of that kitchen really quick. So parchment paper is one of the things that's always in my in my pantry. Perfect. Number two. Number two is kind of a two-sided thing. So I have a baking sheet. So you always want to have a baking sheet and or an oven-safe pan, which this is a cast iron skillet. And the baking sheet and or the cast iron skillet or an oven-safe skillet, because you can actually find and an oven safe skillet that has uh, on the end it's silicone, you'll know that it's, that it's heat safe. And those are really great to roast your veggies. They're also really good to um, saute and pan sear uh, your meats and things like that. That same salmon I was talking to you about with the veggies and the parchment paper, you can start, you can pan sear your salmon in, Perfect. This, in this pan drop it in your broiler for maybe about maybe two, three minutes, and it gets really nice and crispy on the top of that salmon. And you're just using that one little pan to do that. Um, number What's three, number three? Number three, believe it or not, ice cube trays. Ice cube trays. Yeah. None so, of these in my kitchen. <laughs> I have a baking sheet. Not a so, good one, though. So these are silicone ice cube trays. See how they're bendy? Yeah, nice and bendy. So with the silicone ice cube trays, what's really cool about these, I use these to, um, let's say if I'm making my own homemade vegetable or chicken broth, mm -hmm. I'll go ahead and put them in the ice cube trays. These cubes right here, depending on the depth, 
holds maybe about one or two tablespoons. And then I freeze them. After they're frozen, I pop them into a freezer bag. And then I actually can make, let's say, um, I'm going to saute that same salmon, but I kind of don't want to put it in the broiler. So I have the same pan, right? And then I go ahead and pop out two of those ice cubes of my broth. Huh. And then I already have a savory dish, have my Cooking vegetables. with flavor. That's it. Yeah. We have a couple minutes flavor. left, so I want to get to four and five okay. quick. Four are my spice blends. I definitely think these should be in your kitchen. My spice blends are organic. Hold that they're, real still so we can see it. They're organic. They're non-GMO. I have an all-purpose and I have a lemon pepper uh, and how can blend. we get these? Those you can actually get them directly at my website at IamLensKitchen.com. IamLensKitchen.com. And really quickly, I'm going to tell you number four, and then I have a bonus one for you. Number four is... Is this number five? Broth. Number five, I'm sorry, is okay. broth. So your organic vegetable or chicken broth, this is really good to saute your vegetables in, like I was saying earlier, to cook your grains in lieu of water. You swap out the water amount with the broth amount. And you can also use this broth as a base for your soups and stews as well. So this is super Perfect. versatile. And my bonus, bonus, bonus one that should be in every kitchen are hemp or seed. organic hemp seeds. Hmm. Okay. Organic. They're really good with yogurt, really good to go on top of salads, those bowls full of love that I told you got about. They're really good to go on top of that. Three tablespoons of organic hemp seed gives you about 10 grams of protein. So if you're looking That's for ways, of, right? So if you're looking for ways of getting more protein in without those additional calories, that's really a good way to go. I love that. Tell us again, uh, it, on your website is imlenskitchen.com. That's correct. So we can get spices, we can get recipes, we can follow you yes. with all of this amazing stuff. Len, thank you so much for joining us today. And my thank pleasure. you for being like my little bit of a guinea pig here to I start out it. with all this <laughs> amazing technology and video. But I loved the visual part of what you shared. So thank I you. I loved it. Thank you so much for having me, Bonnie. It's been you bet. a pleasure. Have a great day. Thank you. So uh, next week, stay with us because we're actually going to go topical. We're going to be talking about skincare. I have Ada Pola and she's with Alchemy Forever Skincare. So if you're eating good on the inside, your skin's going to be glowing on the outside. Yeah. But just in case we go through those seasonal changes, we do need something to protect our skin and moisturize it as we're going into summer. So join us next week. And we're going to try this technology again, everybody. Thanks for being here. Always remember, it's about being you in beauty. Thank you for listening to Beauty Inside and Out. Please join your host, Bonnie Bonadeo, again next Thursday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week.